Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly, made in D.C., on the Real Fun D.C. channel, and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Can you believe it? We are finally here. It is uh, 9 o'clock Eastern on a very special day. It seems like a day we have waited all year for. It seems like a day maybe you've waited your lifetime for. Kelly Collis, a very happy National Sandwich Day to you. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. I, Today I, is the I day we celebrate two pieces of bread and some meat, possibly vegetables, or maybe no meat or no, maybe no bread at all. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go celebrate that. That My favorite little deli I haven't been to since the pandemic, and they are open and making great sandwiches, which is Wagshaw's, a Washington tradition. I think I'm going to get a sandwich from there to celebrate this historic day. And I guess we're done here. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> no, we, we actually have stuff to talk about that's like not political. Of course, it's a big day and mm-hmm. with the elections. It's hard to kind of ignore that, of course, but that's not really our department. We'll leave that to the professionals. And you should not ignore that, by the way. Make sure you vote, 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 vote. If you still have your ballot, don't mail it in. Take it to a drop box. Put it in. And if you're in line when the polls are closed, you stay in line. Gosh darn it. Speaking of coming up, we've got uh, the founder of an organization who is going to be sending pizza to the polls and has been all across the country. We've got some uh, cute panda action on the way. Maybe you want to avoid the election night um, results shows, which are just like regular results shows on The Masked Singer, only way more stressful. The (laughs) Kennedy Center has got uh, something for you to do, how to burn off some energy that has nothing to do with pundits. So there's also that. Um, Plus... How uh, one music server feels like we should treat this more like a rock concert when it comes to voting. And a local uh, Virginia school gets renamed in honor of a uh, woman who was made famous really for her brilliance, but most recently for her portrayal in a movie. We'll get to that all coming up this morning, Kel. What's going on in your mind? I think you got to kick it off with the cutest photo you're going to see all day today. And when things get really stressful, just pop this up and just take a look at it. It is the panda wrapped, the baby panda, of course. There's only one at this point, wrapped around a giant pumpkin. I mean, what? How, how do you not, right? Like, right. what's better than that? <laughs> it is the cutest thing ever. And it also gives us a little bit of a scale to how big the panda is getting. <laughs> That's true. You love playing that game and women are pregnant. You're like, oh, your baby is the size of a kumquat. Well, there you go. That panda is the size of a pumpkin. It's so flipping cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that we all needed to see that. I'm sure the zoo, um, they put up amazing Instagrams. But I think like yeah. that today, just keep on clicking it, liking it. like So that way it's at the top of your algorithm. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. And whenever today gets a little stressful on the show, boom, baby panda and a pumpkin. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Just going just gonna to bring that up. Just going to bring so, that up. So cute. Which, you know, the other option was like baby lizard and an eggplant. But I feel like we're going to go with pumpkin and a panda. It's just, <laughs> it's just a nicer thing. It's just a nicer <laughs> thing to check out. <laughs> and now they got their little pumpkin or the panda to be like well, holding on to the pumpkin. And he's mm-hmm. looking at you like just so cute. So many pumpkin snacks went into that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not watching election results, maybe you went and voted and you're like, I just want to, I want to read about it later. Uh, tonight, the Kennedy Center has a very stress-free doodle session with Mo Willems, the very famous artist who does um, all of the pigeons and all of the other animals. Uh, he is going to be leading a, well, I'll let him tell you all about it. My name is Mo Willems. On November 3rd, 
election day, we are all going to need a break. And that is why at 7 p.m. Eastern at the Kennedy Center website, I want you to join me for a Democracy Doodle 2020. Sounds very official, right? But there he is drawing some of his stuff if you're watching on the live video feed. Um, what better than a grown man in a very colorful room drawing some pigeons for us <laughs> on election night? I feel like, Kelly, that's exactly what we could be doing. You know, just taking a little namaste, a little breathe in, breathe out. I might have to try to get my teenagers to do that um, because the conversation that we had last night at the dinner table was very heated and mm-hmm. emotional. Um, so maybe this would be something that we can all kind of come together on. There you go. Jen Brown's kids love the books, so you can check that out if you want to get involved. Ida says he's awesome. Maybe we are single-handedly driving people away from cable news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, Tommy, but one can wish. <laughs> a handful of people at a time. There you go. <laughs> He's also um, one of the artists in residence, too, at the Library of Congress, too. So Mo, like, Mo loves himself some D.C., that's for sure. That is amazing. But this is something everybody can do. It's, it's streaming on the website, so it doesn't matter where you are. That is very true. That is very true. Um, also, there is uh, Spotify getting involved in the election situation. So they are putting up billboards all over the country, and they're trying to make them seem – they're trying to make the lines that are expected today for voting fun. If you think of it as a rock concert. So fans who waited over six hours for an autograph, your country needs you. Yeah. Those were the days. That's one way to look at it. Also, um, you've waited hours for a front row selfie. You were born for this moment. (laughs) Stay in line and vote. If you think of it as a conga line for democracy, it's a lot more fun. I appreciate that, Spotify. I kind of feel bad because I didn't have to wait in line to vote. Like I was expecting, I was like all in, like wore my like comfortable shoes and layered up. And I just like walked right into Nats Park, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, but I, I, DC at least has done a, a good job of trying to get people in and out of these super centers. I had the same experience at Capital One Arena. And I went the other day when it was raining and I pulled up um, by on the 6th Street side and people were parked there. And the woman who, uh, she's not, wasn't like, I guess she was a poll worker. She's outside, like, showing how to get everyone in and out and everything. She's like, you are parked in a no parking zone, sir. And I was like, okay. And she's like, but there's no line. I think you can make it. And I was like, I would never. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to vote by Capital One Arena today, just remember that the 6th Street line section is a no parking zone. And I didn't know that. So that's something you should be aware of. Just putting that out there if you're, if you're voting in the D.C. area. And I wish that the rest of the country um, was able to uh, move things as expeditiously as D.C. Yes, they've, they've done a really good job. And a little, little known fact, too, if you're voting in D.C., D.C. has also lifted the restrictions of the four to six lane closures. Awesome. on that. So awesome. that's a whole, like, section of parking that you can now park on. Very cool. I didn't know that. That's really good to know. Yep. Um, and speaking of Cap One Arena, uh, we are talking to Katie Harlow. She is one of the founders of Pizza to the Poles, and they bring out food trucks or they deliver pizzas uh, to poles where they're on long lines. They're actually uh, planning to be around Capital One Arena today until about 10 a.m. Then their food truck is going to meander around the district. And uh, I caught up with her a little earlier about their organization and about what they do. They got started around 2016 and have been ordering pizza to the polls ever since. 
Taste of the Pulse is a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization that got started right before the 2016 election. So we wanted to find a way to help out from afar. And the idea of sending pizzas came to us. So we we're like, okay, we could, you know, crowdsource um, on Twitter and Instagram some reports of long lines from people, and then we can send pizzas there. So we threw up a website, started taking in donations, and started sending out pizzas. So tell me about those first couple orders when you call the pizza shop and you're like, yeah, so can you take it to uh, John Smith Elementary School? Because we hear there's a long line. Did, did they think they were being pranked originally or how did that all get together? <laughs> I don't think anyone thought they were being pranked, but there was definitely some kind of bumps along the way. Uh, we've really gotten the order process down. So we let everyone know, or we let the delivery folks know that the order is a donation for anyone at the polling place. And we give them a 30% tip to recognize that this is not their usual delivery and we're asking them to go above and beyond. Um, we've heard that there's been record voter turnout this year compared to the 2016 election, even in early vote. So not counting folks who are going to show up on election day, which has meant our team has been very busy. I believe that we've delivered over 40,000 pizzas already this year, which is more than we delivered in 2018 for the whole election season. 40,000 pizzas you said delivered. How many like donors? How much have you raised? This is incredible and it's all it's all a grassroots movement. Over 1.1 million dollars. That's just from individual donors on our website. The average donation I think is about $40. Um so that has been fantastic. We've delivered to poll 1800 polling places across 47 states. Are you seeing this as a situation of people in other states too, or just having that like, I want to do something? Yes, exactly. We're seeing donations come in from all over the country. Um, so there's just been a huge community effort to support people in line, support their community members, and also to donate to pieces of the poll so we can get pizzas to folks. I love that, Katie. You're proving that people are good out there. There are good people yes. doing good things. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Thanks a lot to Katie Harlow for joining us, chatting with her a little earlier. Um, super cool. What a fun idea. A bunch of young people sitting around um, in 2016 being like, we should feed people in lines at the polls. There you go. It all happened. That's really cool I, that they're doing that, but also World Central Kitchen is also doing it. They mm -hmm. were out. They, they wanted to give me a sweet green salad after I voted. And I'm like, that's so nice. Like, you it was like sweet green salads in your neighborhood? <laughs> well, it wasn't my neighborhood. It was outside of Nats Park. Oh, you had sweet green salads in Nats uh -huh. Park? Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, I thought my mystic sticker was awesome. Huh. <laughs> I felt bad. I didn't take it because I was like, give it to someone that really needs it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, these organizations that are doing this and, and helping um, people stay, you know, the volunteers that are working long hours and on their feet and answering the same darn questions 17 different times, 17 mm -hmm. different ways. It's, it is kind of incredible to see. Especially it, given that it, you know, all the craziness with the pandemic and the social distancing and the mass and everything. Right, right. And so uh, they said about 100 million people have already voted before Election Day, which is bananas. It's like a third of America. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So way to go, America. Woohoo! <laughs> High five, America. I, I guess we it. can't do that, but we'll do the elbow thing. Air five, elbow, America. I can't believe there were sweet green salads at Nuts Park. <laughs> Gosh. 
Of all the things I've seen on Twitter lately, why didn't I see that thing? I would have gone over there and been like, I just cast my vote. And by the way, do you have a guac and roll? Just wondering, <laughs> asking for a friend. Uh, Kelly, you have some great news about murder hornets, which I never thought I would say. <laughs> yeah, so of course, uh, last week the in Washington State, they found a whole hive of these murder hornets. They were able to collect them, but they were not finding the queen hornets. Ah. So they went back to the tree. I'm sorry, my Alexa just went off. I don't know what. I think Queen Hornet was her trigger. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway. Whatever you call Alexa on your own time, Kelly, is none of our business. <laughs> so they found two Queen Hornets in this tree where they extracted a bunch of the Hornets last week. Now, one would think that's a good thing because you're like, aha, they're sort of like, you know, they're a leader. Mm-hmm. But it is unclear if they're virgin queens or not. So if they are virgin queens, that's a good thing. If they're not, that means they may have started another hive somewhere else. I don't know how one figures this out. (laughs) (laughs) But someone is in charge of finding out if these are virgin queen hornets. And I just saw this headline. I'm like, yes, please. I need to hear all about this story today. And you thought your job was weird. (laughs) What'd you do today, Mom? Well, well. <laughs> huh? Yeah, kind of incredible. Um, so they did not expect to find more than one queen. That was not the best news. But we're hoping, fingers crossed, they're virgins. How is there more than one queen? I've seen Game of Thrones. You're allowed to have one at a time, and then you know what, Tommy? It is 2020. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's what happens. Wow. So there you go. <laughs> I can't imagine, yeah, trying to be the person who like tracks down the murder horde of queens and is like, where's the others? <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. So news out of the Fairfax County School Board, uh, which is really exciting, that um, they're changing the name of Lanier Middle School, and they are changing it to Katherine Johnson Middle School. Of course, from um, we know her from the Hidden Figures movies, the mainstream, but she was a absolute pioneer and incredible woman in NASA doing such incredible calculations, um, such a civil rights leader, and super cool. They voted 4-1 to one to change that name at Lanier over to... Uh, Katherine Johnson Middle School. That's so cool. I love that they're doing that. And, and it also just like, it's just everything that you need to hear because there's so many things going on with distance learning and kids not being able to return to school. But like to hear her being honored in that way is, is really neat. Yeah. And she just passed recently, like last year. She yeah. was almost 100 years old. And uh, it's, it's so good that she got to see some of the recognition for her work while she was still alive. I wonder if their mascot will be the Rockets. Hey, hey. look at that. <laughs> look at you. I like that. Bring it all full circle. I don't know if they if they voted on that or not, but I feel like you could totally do that, right? Yeah. 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 Why not? That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. And I can't wait until someday we go and pay a visit to Katherine Johnson Middle School to visit some awesome teacher. We're, of course, looking for those teachers still with the Virginia Lottery. We are doing our teacher tour. We're heading on out. We're honoring teachers who are doing great things and making it happen with Georgetown Cupcakes, Virginia Lottery swag, hand sanitizer from the Farmer's Restaurant Group. Still looking for awesome teachers to honor at TommyandKelly.com 
slash teachers. We're going to show, um, we're going to unveil a new video uh, later on this week, as a matter of fact. I love it. I love it. It's been so much fun. and It's brought us a lot of joy. So thank you for taking the time to nominate these amazing teachers. It's been incredible to learn about their story and what they're doing in this bizarre time to be a teacher. And um, if you are uh, getting ready for this one, we're going to we're going to release this video. Um, she is super awesome. And the the surprise we have for this teacher um, is a video message and something extra special from a woman who was confirmed by the Senate. <laughs> we're very proud of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So someone who was confirmed by the Senate and holds a place of esteem is getting involved and is going to uh, send a message to one of these teachers. And then there's an after action item on it, too. Because you never know what to expect on the Tommy and Kelly teacher tour. We like surprises. Mm -hmm. True story. Because normally we go out and give thousands of cupcakes from Georgetown Cupcake to teachers and we all gather. Can't do that. So this year we're focusing on those individual teachers. And we've actually got a playlist on our Facebook page if you want to keep track of uh, the videos. Yesterday we played uh, Ms. Vestal's uh, video. She's a middle school teacher who has been teaching her students all about the election. Um, as an elective, she volunteered to do that. She was like, yeah, I would, love to be, I would love to go right in the middle of that. And also she's the uh, field hockey coach at Justice High School. So that's awesome. Uh, TommyandKelly.com slash teachers if you want to get involved there. Uh, Kelly, you have been um, a fan of the Holderness family for quite some time. So I, the floor is yours for their latest, for the latest record they dropped. So this is really cute. It's a family. They live in North Carolina, and all they do all day long is develop funny, sarcastic content. It's incredible. And this was served up to me. If you have not followed them on Facebook, you must, because it's like literally every day they have new content. I don't know how they do it. And this appeared this morning. That has to be it, right? Harvey Weinstein, yuck. Racism really sucks. Australia wildfires burning up their land. Murder hornets killing bees, wiping out their colonies. Here's a freaking picture of them in a human hand. How has no one thought of a Billy Joel parody on 2020? It's called 2020 is a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so great. And it's about three minutes long and it's just amazing. Nothing like, um, you know, sarcastic families who have been stuck in quarantine to bring it all home. It's actually super creative and really like how Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire focuses on several decades. They have to distill one year. Birds picking up sharks, Broadway going dark, giant star disappears after like a billion years. Prince Harry quit the fam a month before a global pandemic shut the world down. None of us will leave our town. It, yeah, it's amazing. And it also brings up, um, do you remember, I forgot about it until I saw the song, Meth Gators. <laughs> I had forgotten about Meth Gators too. Yes, Meth Gators was part of 2020 as well. Yeah, that's a Florida thing for sure. <laughs> if you had to guess which state you thought Meth Gators came from, <laughs> well, Florida. I, yes, yeah. I mean, you got to narrow down the states because there's only so many states that have gators. But yes, right. But I feel like Meth Gators aren't tied to geography. Like, you know, one's telling the Meth Gator you can't go to Arkansas. The meth Gator's gonna be like, "Get out my way!" And you're just gonna be like, "Go ahead, Meth Gator. <laughs> you do your thing." It's so it is a stark difference though, right? Because like you've got, you know, things in Florida, you've got like meth gators. And in DC you've got panda pumpkins. <laughs> yes, I was waiting for you to bring that back, Tommy. So I feel like, you know, every place is known for their things.
Yeah. If, if I don't think we're known for the baby panda quite yet. We got we got to do some work there, but maybe someday. What do you mean? DC's known for the panda? Totally. Okay. Or is it just that DC is known in DC for the panda? Yeah. It, yeah. I, I don't think it's a nationwide phenomenon. Not yet. Not yet. But I feel like you're also never really famous in your hometown, right? Like, I don't think the meth gator is celebrated in Florida. <laughs> I don't think Floridians are like, hey, we got them meth gators. So where to go? Oh, show the baby panda one more time. There you go. Way there to go. Hey, oh, he's look so at that. cute. The baby panda. It's all you need. It's all you need for today. Look at that. Look at that baby panda. If you're, wa- if you're listening and not watching, um, go ahead and just... Give a click to our Facebook page a little later on. Check out that baby panda with the pumpkin. Pumpkin spice panda. (laughs) So cute. We'll be right back.